Wait, can you can you hear me typing when I? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yes, same. Wait, you can? Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty loud. Like that? You hear that? Not then. Mm-hmm. But before. Wait, okay. This seems so quiet. Wait, I can hear that. Can just said. Can you hear this? Yeah, that's loud as heck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of Yope. How are you guys' internships this week? Great, except for today. Today was fucking awful. Why? <laughs> There's this... <laughs> 3,000 line JavaScript file that needs like complete refactoring because there's no organization at all. (laughs) And I've got to improve a lot of the front end of this like daily processing page where it's like 90 some per. Oh, I need to get a phone charger. Shoot. 90 some percent of their orders are like automatically processed, but some, the stuff is like over 150 pounds. And so they need different kind of shipments for those. And so, uh, yes, they have to manually do it. And this page is like the jankiest thing I've ever seen. And it's just a, it's a complete mess. So I, my whole day was like combing through the file trying to understand stuff. And I like, it got to the point where I was getting so little done that I was just like, okay, like somebody, I need help <laughs> doing this. And it, then I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, that's been like, we're, we've been talking about just like redoing that for a long time. Nobody really knows what's going on. <laughs> it's like, fuck. I, I have a question. Connor, is any of the code that you've looked at or worked on have comments? Uh, yes, but the comments aren't like what we write. The because comments what? just like, the comments just like mention like one of the comments in here was like uh, validation process for stores locations or something like that. Like it talks about some business functions briefly. Because okay. in my in the code base that I'm working on right now, like the only comments that I, besides the ones that I've written, the only comments are like commented out lines of code. Like <laughs> besides that, yeah. there was there was one comment. In the entire like, uh, like mobile app that I looked at, and it, it was save form. It was two words. That was the only like constructive comment. Everything they else didn't is... even. They didn't even say what they're saving it for. Well, they. I guess <laughs> they just expect you to know. Like it's all just like, like there's like whole blocks of code just commented out, and then there's like no explanation, and then you get to like where I do, and I do full like. Java doc style in C C sharp, so it's a little different. But like, I do like full comedy, and I'm pretty sure they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, no one, no one comments around here. So I haven't seen what anyone comment. Commenting. Yeah, and they don't error check either. They just like expect. They're like, "Well, oh boy." They're like, "We're the ones passing it in, so it's gonna be right." So <laughs> you don't have. Oh no. You, they're like, you don't have to check for null because we're not gonna pass in something that's null. And I was like, oh. like oh this one God. guy, he, he actually deleted my error checking. I did something for a project <laughs> he was working on. And he like, <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, he was like going through what he changed. And I was like, oh yeah, I just put that in for error checking. He's like, oh yeah, we don't need that. 
like, <laughs> Yo. That's great. That's so janky. Nick, what did you work on this week? So, you know how you guys are all, like, messing with code base and stuff? Yeah. I legit think that I won't be, like, coding probably, like, at all this summer. What? Are you, what? what are you doing? Yeah. The fuck? Like, like, the only code that I would be writing is basically, like, connecting the the studio that I'm using to, like, the back end. Which is going to be, like, what? Like, maybe ten lines of code or whatever? Yeah. So that's, that's it. Because then I'm... Most of my stuff is like machine learning based. So which what do you okay? How does that like what do you even do for that? How does that work? So there's like this this it's called Azure Machine Learning Studio. Azure and, is how that's pronounced. You, you know, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I know you work at Microsoft, but I just want to say you're wrong. <laughs> oh no! What? It's Did definitely they say Azure. Azure at Microsoft. They say both. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's just like a it's like a platform that you like you model your machine learning off of, but it's not code based. It's more of like is it drag modules. and drop? Yeah, it's like a tree kind of thing that you just like drag and drop. So you're doing like yo. So does can everybody access this? Can I get on that? Uh, I don't know. Do you have Azure? Uh, Connor? No. Oh. No. It's, is it just on Azure, dot, like Azure's portal, Nick? Yeah. I'm going to look at it, because I have Azure. Whoa. Connor, Azure is like pro, I think. I like it. It says, no credit card, no problem. What? <laughs> Sounds like Ooh. a scam. <laughs> uh, do you have to create a machine learning resource, Nick? I don't think so. Well, there are tutorial videos here. That's that's cool. So is that like so? Have you signed like NDAs? Can you like talk about what you're what you're doing? Yeah, no, I signed NDAs. Oh, so you can't talk about this? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> shit. Darn it! Is it? Do you say machine learning studio workspace? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just like a tool that I use, but okay. it's basically my project is messing with that. That's Wait, cool. so you just how did how did you get this project? Is it something that Microsoft actually like needs done, or are you just like, oh, I'll just do this? Oh yeah, like Microsoft, like they came to me. They're like, well, the next step is machine learning. That's where we're going. So we need you guys to to figure this out. And so, we're like, what? <laughs> so when you say Microsoft came to you, do you mean? Mr. Microsoft? No. Well, I mean... <laughs> well, see, like, Mr. Microsoft probably told, like, these... My manager and stuff, you know. Little Microsoft like, you know, boys. Yeah, little Mr. Microsoft. Microsoft juniors. Need, <clears throat> yeah. That we need some machine learning, so here I am. So is it, like, high-level shit stuff? I mean, high-level. <laughs> or, like, that's the wrong word. Is it, like... Of course it's high-level. You're dragging and dropping. Is it, like cool what you're oh doing. yeah oh yeah like for the most part like the last four weeks or so we've just been writing like a it's called a like a you know like a you know that thing that we did in innovation that like document i forgot what, what, what he called remember in innovation what? how we had to write that giant document 
Oh, the like uh, uh, like design plan, the design yeah. document. The, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, that Jenkins thing. So, like at Microsoft, we do something that's like similar, but it's like way more in depth, like way, way more. Like it's like at least 20, 30 pages. Mm. So you're it's... writing an EE for your internship. Yeah, basically. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Wait, so that's what you've been yeah. doing? Yeah, because oh. that, that's that's just to get like ramped up. And like actually understand what's going on. Oh, that's there's, sort like, of useful. Yeah, there's like so many things that are just like all over the place. So are you just gonna be like working in that studio the whole summer? Yeah, more or less. So you're not gonna really like expand your coding knowledge that much. But you'll be no. a machine learning genius. Supposedly. So we how much machine learning gods? At Microsoft, and they're they're just geniuses over here. <laughs> so, how much other Azure stuff do you use? No, that's it. Oh, but that's I, it. Yeah, like I don't use any of the other Azure stuff. Because I've learned, okay, there's Azure is like has so many awesome stuff. Because I basically have to learn, I have to learn like the whole development of an app from like all sides. And so, oh, that's cool. So I I've like learned like this past week. I've gone from like not exactly knowing how to make an app to like completely knowing how to make an app with like Azure. It's super awesome. Like there's Wait, so many good. Azure? Wait, yeah. what are you using Azure for? Like just the database? Well, like Azure has like team services. You can deploy your application through Azure and have like development and production environments. So like what you do is you develop and then you push all your code to your development environment and then it automatically builds your code and runs all your tests when you push and then after you push then you can deploy it from azure from your development to your production environment where it will like actually go out on the website or deploy your app to the app store automatically and so it can like do all that pretty much automatically and there's the SQL databases. There's things called logic apps where it's like, let's say you wanted to delete stuff from your database that's like a year old just to like clean shop. Instead of writing code to do that, you can do this logic app, which is like a drag and drop thing. And then you just type in the SQL command and it runs it every day to delete things that are a year old automatically. And it's awesome. Like Azure combined with Visual Studio and Microsoft Team Services it's like, and then you combine that with Agile because I've learned so much about Agile this past week too. It's like Wait, Microsoft Team Services, you said. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? It's like Microsoft Team Services is like the what holds it all together. So Microsoft Team Services is where they hold the Git repositories, and it's where they assign you your stories. So when you're, like, working on the application, they give you stories, which is, like, so I had a story to write the terms and condi- or put the terms and conditions page in the app. So that was oh. my story. So it was on Is the... it, like, Jira? What? Do you know what Jira is? No. Oh. Is it, it like, like Jira? We use, we use Jira. Yeah. Is it, like, a... It's, like, a storyboard. Like, there's a board. Yeah. 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 It's just like that. Except it's all, oh, like... Okay. Like the that and the Git repository and the deployment and testing environment is like all wrapped into one, and then it's all uh, connected with uh, Visual Studio and Azure and I don't know. It's pretty nice. I like it. But and also you, we're using Xamarin right now, Xamarin Forms, so you can code like one app 
and deploy it to Android and iOS all at once without having to write two different applications. So that's pretty awesome. And you get to do it in C-sharp, which is great. But, yeah. I've learned so much, and I don't even bring lunch because I just eat their snacks. That's so bad. I mean, like, like all their jerky. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they, like, replace the jerky every, like, three days because I eat all of it. Is that a company expense? Yeah, it's a company expense. (laughs) All their, they all, I don't know, it's just, they have so much food. And then they, yesterday they just, there's only like three or four people in the office any day because they're all like out on site. But this one dude just came up to me and said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm, I had a problem. Maybe you can help. And he said, let's talk about the important things. Have you eaten yet? And then they bought me Hodoba. <laughs> <laughs> like as a, as a company expense. <laughs> That's just awesome. <laughs> you know, it's pretty. It's it's a super laid back. It's it's awesome. Like I wouldn't mind working there for like eight out nine hours a day, but I don't really have a time scheduled. I'm just I just come and leave when I want. So do you get paid overtime? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't okay. talked to them about if I can even do overtime. Like mm-hmm. they never said anything. Yeah. Do you have to work? You have to work forty five, don't you? I mean, it's, like, strongly encouraged. I don't think they could force anybody to. Mm. Uh But that's just, like, the norm. I'm going to put in 50 hours this week. I'm going to pace for it. Yeah. That's crazy. Nick, do you do 40? See, so the way it works for, like, so Explore interns are, like, hourly, right? Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you more or less just plug in eight hours no matter what you do so that you get paid 40. So, like, you could work more or you could work less, but you just put in 40. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I've, I haven't actually put in, like, eight hours. I've put in eight hours, like, once, I think. Sometimes I'm there what? for more than eight hours. But, like. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what? is that, like, the max? Or, like, what do you mean by that? That like... is crazy. Well, Connor probably works, like, nine hours a day or ten. 10 hours a day, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Like, I wake up at 7.30, and then I, like, if I want to, I'll go into work at, like, 8.10 or something, but no one's there until 8.30 or 9, ever. Whoa. Like, I walk into the office at 8.10, and I'm the first one. There's not even the, like, CEO is there. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's insane. But, I don't know, it's... It's fun. It's uh, it's enjoyable. <sighs> well, have you guys looked at any of the the five stories that I put, <laughs> that I put in the thing? <laughs> oh, is there episode two show notes? Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> I made it Yo. right after episode one. Yo. There's actually some good news. Nick, did you hear about the Microsoft news? Which one? Oh, man. Well, which one do you think? Just guess. Uh, the GitHub thing? Yeah. I mean, see, like, I found out about it, like, the day before from oh, some of news article. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't from on, Microsoft. Man. 
Oh. It wasn't from Microsoft. It was just like from some news article that said like they might potentially acquire them tomorrow, and then they did. So it was just like, oh, well. well I saw that, but it's it's still sort of I'm surprised by it. Like, it, yeah, they offered quite a bit. It's seven opinion. billion, I think. Seven point five, I think. That's. I don't know if that was that was the way to go. What do you, for Microsoft <laughs> of, or GitHub? For Microsoft, like I feel like they could have got them for less. <laughs> A bunch of people at Spretail were like grumbling about it because they thought Microsoft was going to do some janky thing with something called oh. TFS. What is that? Oh, that's team uh, team. It's like Microsoft's version of GitHub that is part of uh, Visual Studio Team Services. So Deliveron used to use TFS, but it sucks. So they switched to yeah. GitHub. But the thing is, GitHub's already integrated into Microsoft Team Services, and it's better than TFS. So I'm pretty sure that yeah. Microsoft probably bought GitHub to just like have more control over the integration and their services. Yeah. They're not gonna. They wouldn't replace it with TFS. I'm pretty sure even Microsoft knows that TFS isn't that great. But <laughs> that's why they bought GitHub. <laughs> but I guess I saw. I was reading on Reddit about it, uh, some people are saying how Microsoft in the past has bought up like open source companies like GitHub and then like ran them into the ground, like ran the product into the ground to like kill the open source like side. Wait, really? Yeah. I forgot what? the exact name of the ones because like Microsoft or they'll, like, transform the open source, like, GitHub into something, like, proprietary. So you would have to, like, use use it with, like, micro, in a, a Microsoft account or something. And, like, use Microsoft services to use GitHub. No, I think it's more like, a, you know how, like, they acquired LinkedIn? It's like that. So all they're going to do is just, like, integrate more so, like, yeah. GitHub into, like, probably Visual Studio. But they would never, like, throw it into the ground. I know? hope... I hope that, okay, you're right, they probably won't throw it in the ground, but I hope they don't, like, require a Microsoft account to use GitHub. I doubt it. I mean, I could see them doing it, but I think, well, one, if that happened, then everyone who used to use GitHub would just transfer over to, like, Bitbucket or some other, like, Git repository. But... No, even if Microsoft did that, I feel like most people wouldn't change, because it's just... Like, they know GitHub so well. But, like, I feel like most Git repository solutions aren't that different. Like, I feel like it wouldn't... Some people, like, let's say Apple developers, uh, since Apple's a topic later on, like, they probably would just do that as... Like, they don't want to deal with Microsoft... Like, a lot of people don't want to deal with Microsoft because they have this vision of Microsoft from the early 2000s when Microsoft sucked. But now Nick's there, and they're better, but not everyone knows that. So, I don't know. I feel like it was smart for Microsoft. Like, even though they paid a lot of money, like, they're, they're going to be paying a whole bunch more money for YoPay in the future. <laughs> this, is just, this is just a small step. It's, it sounds like Deliveron is, like, what will happen if YoPay becomes a real company. Like, just company yeah, expenses... Yeah, Jerky. I've thought I've thought about this actually because Deliveron is a consulting company and they like help people build software, right? And yeah. one of the benefits of like 
using a consulting company is you can get like high, pretty high quality software development without hiring software engineers. So I was mm-hmm. thinking if we actually wanted Yope or started developing Yope, we should consider like using a consulting company when we start like deliver on or some other one that would like give us a team of developers for a lower mm-hmm. price than actually hiring developers and going through all that paperwork. So yeah, I, th- I think fun, though. what it's like, it's like part of the experience that you go and hire out the, the people yourself. Well, yeah, but we can hire out people, but like if we need more, like there's a certain point where one, oh, because... we don't need more. We have three of us. That's all we need. <laughs> okay. I mean, we can't uh, just do dude, that. I am not coding. But like for a job, I'm never gonna get a programming job in my life. Like oh, I'm gonna. Do that? Yeah. What? Are what? You? You're a business, what? aren't you? Dude, He's a huge I, management dude, guy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just would not be able to program for a job. I don't Microsoft. There's a, a program managing. That's what I'm doing right now. What is that like? Where you go into machine learning and just type buttons and <laughs> machine learns. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like that's like what you do just to learn. Like honestly, like at Microsoft, I'm getting like paid to learn. Yo. You could come like, to machine learning. I've just been reading random documentation. <laughs> but that's so... I hate that. Like Oh, it's actually really good. But, like, I hate it. I, didn't... I thought it sucked, but it's actually very, very good. Like it's informative and all, but I'm just like I want to do stuff. So, like, the first couple days I was just reading stuff, and then I finally got assigned stories, and I was like, good, this is fun. And then I I finished all of my stories. I feel like they expected me to take, like, a week and a half or two weeks to finish them because we, we released pretty soon, but I don't know. They gave me, like, lower-priority stories, and I finished, like, all of them. And then they were like, well, I guess you're out of work. So, like, now I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Because I have nothing. I, I think I'm going to help someone else with their work because I'm done. Like, I, it wasn't that hard. Dude, okay. how does that even happen? Yeah, wait, what? Like, because, so they assign all the stories. So, like, you know how Agile works? Like, you go into your planning stage and yeah. plan all who gets what stories and whatnot. And they assign me a lighter load because they thought I'd be, like, I thought I would, too, be, like, pretty helpless to start. But it ended up not being as hard as I thought, and I finished my stories pretty quick. And so, and we're almost to the end of like the production cycle, so there's not that much left to do. So it wouldn't make sense for them to like assign me a whole bunch of new stories or something. But wait, is there no is there like no backlog or anything like that? Well, there's a backlog, but since we're so close to, we're gonna release for beta really soon, like in a week. So we're getting all of the must haves done. Oh uh, yeah. And then some of the should haves, and we've like prioritized what we need to have done for this release but we're not going to start implementing the next segment before Mm -hmm. the first release so it's sort of we're in an in-between state with this project i'll start on another one too but connor you could come work at deliver on and be like lead a team the guy who sort of leads our team for this project doesn't really know cs and doesn't have to code so you could be like him yo i need i need a job like that then you could eat jerky we could go in the break room and just eat <laughs> Yeah. But what were we we're talking about GitHub. What, what else is there? Oh, this is important for Yope. 
the iPhone is opening up more NFC technology or like uses. Yo. But it's really dumb. So Wait, oh. <laughs> like it's a it's a little bit it's better than before. I think that now they're gonna let you use it for um <laughs> I think that they let you unlock um hotel room doors. <laughs> Which is I guess a step in the right direction. <laughs> I mean, it's a good idea. I'm surprised that hasn't, like, come out yet. Like, I've never heard of that. Yeah. But I guess I, I didn't see... They had WWDC, which we're going to talk about, too, because that's a big deal. I didn't see if they had anything else, other NFC features. But it looks like it's still locked down otherwise for other hmm. for other stuff. Uh, well, once they see Android people just walking in and out of stores, yeah. The I mean, if, if it, I talked to my uncle Steve about it, explained <laughs> it. He thought it was a great idea. He loved it. There's a. I talked to uh, one of the lead project management guys that's retail, and he said that it might be smart to go for like high-end stores, like high-end retail stores that just want like a good customer experience because they'll just like drop money on something like this to get people into a store. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and they, they have they have the money and the margins to be able to put tags on everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or like clothing stores also. Like, yeah, know, yeah. Clothing, like clothing stores is just like you said, like they have high margins. And, yep. Or like the yep. buckle, for example. <laughs> the buckle. Uh, buckle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a thing. So maybe someday we'll get it developed for an iPhone, but I don't know. We'll see what Apple does. Um, GDPR. Do you guys know about GDPR? I mean, I've like heard about it and like know kind of what it is, but like not like the very in-depth details. Okay, so. You know how every single app and website ever is sending you a notification that they've updated their privacy policy? Yeah. Yeah. So that's because of GDPR, which is the European Union passed this set of laws that was like, if you're going to operate in Europe, you have to do these things with your data privacy so that uh, customers can have more control of their data. So then the companies were just like, well, I guess if we're going to update it in Europe, we might. it's easier to just do it everywhere. So that's why, like, now you can download your all the information that companies know about you. So you can download a file with all the Google information and Facebook information. Whoa. And okay. you might be able to, I'm not sure if you can do it in America, but I think you can in Europe, like, tell them to stop getting, keeping your data, like, delete your data, uh, like, to protect your yourself. And they have to do all these other rules. But basically, if you don't comply with the GDPR, you basically just get, like, you can't be a thing. So this story was about how some websites are going down because they aren't complying, I think. So basically, like, they didn't update their terms and stuff, and therefore they're getting kicked off. Uh, or they're having to make all these changes, and they, they aren't able to do it fast enough. Well. So it's like, how important is it to you to, like, your guys' data privacy? Like, do you even care? I do not care at all. 
Like, I mean, like, yeah, I like most of the stuff I put on there is just like if they, you know, somehow were to like take it, I don't think they could do anything with it. You know, I really don't care about data privacy. Like, we don't live in a privacy-centered world anymore. We are post-privacy, and I don't really care. So you think that? Have you have you read the the book, The Circle? No, is that the one that they turned into a movie? Yeah, but don't. I saw the I saw the previews. That movie is not. What the movie was not bad. It was. It's it's not nearly as good as the book. Oh. Like, (laughs) Nick. So you said like, do you think that we should be that unprivate? No, that's that's a little ridiculous. Like that's just overboard. Like cringy worthy you know like so if like, you had to like walk around with cameras on you that's kind of like i mean for some people they probably want it but that's not my thing <laughs> so what's your line what do you think is what's... too far in like invading our privacy too far yeah oh uh, i think it's like when you they start like selling your personal information like what's personal? Like your birthday and stuff like that. Well, they do sell your birthday. Oh shit! They're definitely doing that. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh yeah, yes, they, are. they are. How do you think advertisers know you what don't age? Think they you're sell doing? your age. Okay, well, they might sell like your birth year, but they can't sell like your birth date. I'm sure they can. Right. I'm sure they can. Yeah. Because you put it in all the time. I'm sure Google like. Why does Google need to know that besides for selling stuff? Like, what if you're signing up for like email besides clicking, like, I'm old enough? Why do they need to know your exact birthday besides its value? I don't know. Is that what else is the line? Because that might already be crossed. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, like, I mean, what else can you store online? Like, your. I guess they do sell, like, your emails and phone numbers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do they sell your pictures? Like, does Google, when you use Google Photos, do you think Google sells your pictures? No, no No, way. no they can't. Okay. I don't, I didn't know. I've, I mean, I would assume I mean, they didn't. I'm assuming they don't. <laughs> it seems like we would have heard of, like, scandals involving that if somebody discovered that their picture was being sold. Yeah, because freak I f- out. like that would be, I'm sure pictures would be super valuable to like any like advertising firm. Oh yeah. So I mean, and ma- maliciously. Oh, and the yeah. malicious intent would be crazy too. Yeah, because <laughs> you could use that to make fake fake accounts. Russia yeah. would be all over buying our pictures, but <laughs> like I feel like. I feel like that's going to happen someday because like how much money could be made google could become a trillion dollar company overnight if they just, just sold pictures just don't use google photos Dude, google photos are so good though what do Dude, you use, why what do you use connor photos don't tell me apple photos oh my god <laughs> just, no it's not apple photos just Photos. It's Apple. It's it's that's, Apple photos. Yeah, that, that's that's Apple photos. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> no, it's good. It's like literally just a repository of photos. Wait, so if like, how do you access it if you don't have a Mac? Like, if you wanted to go 
on your computer. You can go online. And? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean if I wanted to go on my computer? Like, uh, the pictures are on my phone. Well, yeah, but like, let's say you wanted to view it on a bigger screen for some Email reason. Email it to myself? Oh, no. Don't do oh. that. <laughs> you can sign into iCloud on in the browser. Ooh, iCloud. Pictures. Ugh, a little risky. Wait, do so you yeah. not have it set up with iCloud? Uh, I have iCloud, but I turned photos off because it's oh. just kind of sketch. Well, then he has to email it to himself. That's oh sad. My That's <laughs> yikes. Highly suggest looking at the Google Photos. Google Photos uh, is nice, except since, no I don't have, since I don't have a Pixel, I don't get super high quality uploads. Oh, it, it's great. I'm sure it is, Nick, with your it's amazing so camera and such. Amazing. But. Did you see the Pixel 3 rumors? Yeah. What do you think? I think some of them are wrong. Which ones? So, I think the notch is probably going to happen. Uh, that seems pretty for the XL, which is fine because the, the normal doesn't have it. You know, I know, the normal, the, the normal still has big bezels. No, it doesn't. It looks just like the P- Pixel 2 XL. I know, and those are big bezels for this time. Wow. Like, you know my phone, the Pixel 2? But those aren't even big bezels. <laughs> Could you imagine bezels any bigger than your phones? I couldn't. I don't think that any phone has existed with larger bezels than your phone. I don't see the problem with the bezels. There's no bezels to me, you know. Connor, do you think that his phone has... Well, I guess you have an iPhone 6. Yep. So. It's perfect. Are you going to get the iPhone 8? Uh, probably not, just because this one is just, I don't know, it's just perfect. It's a good size for my hand. Well, the iPhone 8's the same takes, size. So. Takes takes good pictures, has a <laughs> headphone jack. Yes, that's it has true. A <laughs> has a headphone. Okay, jumping segueing because iPhone, iPhone 6, WWDC. That's a, does that seem like a logical jump? Wait, what? Sure. Okay, so WWDC is Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference that they just had on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was, like, it was actually, like, really good and exciting. I got excited. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Some so people I've talked to that watched it, they said, like, there wasn't much. They just released some software stuff, and yeah, that was basically it. That's why it's exciting. They made iOS. iOS 12 is actually going to be, like, good. What? Because... They didn't do anything crazy, really. They just, like, made a whole bunch of little improvements to catch up with Android in a lot of places. And then they... Another thing, they they did at speed. So, Connor, your phone will be faster. They, like... Oh, nice. They increased, like, animation speeds and stuff by, like, 50% so that it feels a lot faster. Oh, okay, they didn't make it faster. Well, no, but they, they, like, did because... If it's running, if it feels like it's slogging and then it goes, feels faster, That that's faster to, con- like, any anyone, normal person. Uh, what? <laughs> that makes sense. Then they also, Nick, this is awesome. You're going to love this. I loved it, too. Stackable notifications. Oh, they mean? copied Android so hard. What is I, stackable notifications? So, like, you know how in GroupMe, <laughs> when GroupMe goes crazy and you have, like, a thousand GroupMe notifications to scroll through? Yeah. They stack those into one thing, and then you can expand oh. it. So that when you look at your, like, lock screen, there's just one that said, like, group me, thousand, and then you can, like, expand it down. But it doesn't yeah. just stack them. Right on, or 
list them all in one long giant list, which is awesome. I'm so glad that iOS people finally get to experience what it's like to not have crappy notifications. <laughs> um, uh, okay. <laughs> it's fine for me. <laughs> Connor, once you get it, you'll realize that like it's tough to not live without it. But wait for this huge announcement. You guys are going to be blown away by this. I hope oh, you have the article open. Yep. Memojis. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's right. It's like... Wait, so can you, like, customize them for, like, your contacts? Or is it, like, for yourself? It's only yourself. Oh. And it's like, you know, you remember Samsung AR emojis? Yeah. That were just creepy? Yeah. It's like that, but they did it right. And they're actually <laughs> pretty, they're pretty good. And another huge thing that uh, uh, Craig, who's the, Craig is the dude who runs like the iOS division. He made a really big point of saying it. Now they track your tongue. So when you stick your tongue out, it sticks its tongue out. It's, he like made a huge deal about how they stick their tongues out. <laughs> and he like demonstrated it with a ghost or something. What? Yeah, there's like yeah, 12 we... new uh, animojis. There's dark mode. Yeah, dark mode on Max, not on yeah. iOS. Okay, that's that's the yeah, yeah. Nick, but it's a well. I guess there's already dark mode on Windows. So, but here's a cool thing, Nick. The File Explorer has a dark mode on Mac now. I mean, the File Explorer has dark mode on Windows. No, it doesn't. Wait, won't it eventually? I thought it was coming out soon. I don't know. The File Explorer needs to be updated. Can you work on that? Because... Uh, I'm, I'm not on that division, so... Oh, well, dude, come on, go, get over there. Just It's an open campus, isn't it? Just walk over into the, the file <laughs> explorer. Like, so guys, what are we working on this morning? But, like, it's not consistent. Oh, like, wait, did you get the... Wait, you got the big update for Windows, Yeah, I just, right? it just updated. Wait, did you notice, like, the cool stuff that they did? What cool stuff? Like, so, I've had like, it... Like, open the calendar. And then, like, scroll over, like, the dates with your mouse. Okay. One second. Do you see it? Do I see what? Wait, maybe you don't have the update. No, I, I oh, just wait. updated. Wait, scroll let me share my... Updates. Let me share my screen so you guys can see it. Okay. How do I do this? <laughs> Where's the button? Is it? It's the three dots. Oh. Okay. Can you see it? Uh, My yeah. Screen. Yeah, I can see your screen. Look at this. Oh, that calendar. What did they do? Like, okay. Mine doesn't do that. that. Yeah, I know. So you probably don't have it yet. There's like a flashlight looking thing. It's pretty sweet. Uh, it's it's pretty it nice. There. And that's in like all of their like Windows apps and stuff. Really? That's yeah, so cool. there's... What else was there that, like, had it? Wait a sec, how do I have this? How do I have it showing up for me? What do you mean? The flashlight is showing up for me. I didn't think I had some update. Maybe I did. Like, updated overnight or something. Why is mine not? I just <laughs> updated. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Did you update mine? Nick, did you update Connor's laptop? Thank you, Nick. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
That's pretty sweet design language. It's so interesting though, like the file explorer it does look out of place. Like it looks old. Doesn't it? It looks normal. But like it should look more like you know how the settings menu looks? Oh I see. It should look like that. Oh, that's the other place where they have the light, the flashlight effect thing. Yeah, I don't know my mine isn't like that. It's pretty cool. Like Looks it. sweet. What else did they do in uh Oh, they're they're merging. So, another cool thing Apple's doing is they're merging like iOS apps with Mac apps. So basically, if you have an iOS app, you can like it like turns into a Mac app. Like I think in the next year, so all the apps that are on iOS or a lot, a lot of the apps on iOS will be able to be turned into Mac apps super easily. So then that means the Mac will have a whole bunch of new software that is pretty good. And uh, Microsoft is putting Office in the Mac App Store, which is pretty sweet. Nick, you could probably go work on that for a little bit. Wait, they're putting Office in the Mac App OS Store? store? Yeah. How is, is it not there already? No, it's just like you download it from Microsoft's website, but now they're like actually putting oh. it in the App Store. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's like any better or worse. It just seems like... It's more like first-party-ish. It's is like it? Yeah. Well, it's like it's, it's generally better to... Because huh. then you don't have to download it. It's like on your Android phone. It's... I mean, you do have to download it. Well, I'm saying, would you rather download something from the Play Store or go to a separate rep- website and download an APK file and then run the... separate website and download the APK file? You're lying. You wouldn't want to do that. No, That's... I would. Because How... I feel like an app store on the computer is just kind of weird. Like, I feel like app stores should only be reserved for mobile devices. Are you saying that you don't use the Microsoft Store, Nick? Wait, are you talking Uh-oh. about? I use it all the time. Uh-oh. I legit, like, removed that from my... Uh taskbar and whatever because I just didn't like it. How do you think Mr. Microsoft would feel if you didn't use the Microsoft store? You see, I'm in the process of, like, working on that, so, no. Oh, wait, did you just give away something in your NDA? I mean, actually, I mean, like, I'm not working on that specific thing, but it's in the same division, so... Can you you remove, like, all the janky apps from in here? Yeah, right-click and uninstall. Like I, I search for like video editing app or something like that, and there are just a hundred that pop up, and they're all janky. Oh, don't get a video editing app from the Microsoft Store. I lo- yeah, I learned that. <laughs> what app just, did you end up getting? I don't know. It was jank though. <laughs> Probably uh, uh, I don't know. I saw I saw one that was okay. iMovie's still probably the best video editor for like random stuff but you need a Mac to do that Nick why doesn't Microsoft have a nice video editor included? we do isn't what? it called a Windows Movie Maker that that hasn't been updated since like Windows Vista dude it's still good no it's not it's the worst <laughs> I don't even know if you can do like 720p yeah, yeah you, I think you could probably not know. 1080 but 720 should be it should be in the ballpark. I've used, I made a 45-minute video on that 
Windows Movie Maker before. Yeah. It was, it was, it's pretty awful. You know why? It why? might be because you don't have, like, a pixel. Like, maybe you need a pixel for it to, like, look nice. I think that, I think that the video editing experience has very little to do with the phone. I think the app just sucks. No, I, I think, think the app's fine. Like, I think we should do a Microsoft video editor. I mean, they did. It's called Windows Movie Maker. No, but it doesn't look like the settings menu. Like, everything should have that vibe to it. Like, the calendar and mail app, they all have, like, their vibe. That looks good. Wait, do you guys actually use the mail app? I do. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just access my mail from, like, Gmail. Like, really? on, the, on the Chrome browser, yeah. I just like having a dedicated app for it. Oh. Like the 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 Microsoft Mail app is pretty decent, I think. Yeah, it is nice, but I don't know. I just feel like you shouldn't get used to it. Because what if you go on like a different computer and you don't know how to use Gmail? What? I know how to use Gmail. I'm not I, I, Nick. I, I'm like I'm a computer I mean, science student. I can. <laughs> I use science. I usually use whatever Mail app is on there. So on my Mac Pro, I use my apple mail and on my phone i use gmail and if i have to log in i use gmail web client although the, the updated gmail looks pretty nice i like it yeah, it does looks looks clean so what else was there anything else from wwdc that's cool they did had a new machine learning kit that's just what? dragon drag and drop machine learning for everyone what's like, it called uh machine learning something uh, I don't know if it's in this article can't be better than Microsoft I don't know apparently it trains models like super fast like faster than well see you know. Jared you can train models super fast if the models are crappy you know? well apparently they're great Nick how, how do you know you, you don't have a Mac do you think that Mr. Apple would lie about their machine learning. Mr. Apple's dead. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you think the new Mr. Apple, Tim Cook, <laughs> would, would lie? Yeah? Dude, he's he's fake Mr. Apple. That's He is fake Mr. Apple. Oof. But Mr. Microsoft... That guy's legit. He's legit. You probably talked to him a whole bunch. Actually, I heard some interns, like, they said they saw him the other day. Like, really? Like, going off on a boat in Seattle, yeah. I don't know <laughs> if they were... off on a boat. Going off on a boat? Yeah. What if when we go they're... skydiving, he's skydiving too? Yo, is he going to be in the plane? Yo, he might be. That'd be Yo. awesome. You want to send him a message and tell him to meet us there, or? We can yeah, pitch Yope on the way yeah, down. Do that. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Yeah, I think Apparently, Microsoft so, would be a like, pretty valuable partner. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. They're yeah, great I mean, people. I mean, if we had to choose, like, between Microsoft or, like, Gallup, though, we'd have to choose a well-established company. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so what is your Microsoft email, Nick? Like, nick.win at microsoft.com? No, it's uh, t like my first so they take you the first two letters of your first name and then the first four letters of your last name okay and then they combine it 
and then they put a T dash in front of it. The T stands for temporary, because you're an intern. Huh. Okay, so just yeah. email. Uh, what would it be? B i g a t e at Microsoft. No, no, but he's full time, so his is probably you know like legit, you know like probably just says Mr. Microsoft. Yeah, so just e- email email that email a bunch of emails with different <laughs> naming conventions, and eventually you will reach him. Can you just ask your like dudes above you what Mr. Microsoft's email is? I mean, I don't know if they know. Well, then they could ask the guy above them, and eventually, eventually, get his email. I mean, yeah, that that's. I guess we could do that. I think that you should make it a goal this summer to meet Mr. Microsoft. That's that's pretty hard because he doesn't like you know like work there really anymore. So no, Where but the heck is he? track him down. You need Where to like is he? connect with everyone. Like find a way to meet him. Find a way. Have coffee with Mr. Microsoft. I don't drink coffee. Have hot oh, chocolate. Oh no. <laughs> Would you drink coffee if it meant that you got to meet Mr. Microsoft? Heck yeah, dude. I drink all the co- I drink the whole dang cafe. <laughs> I think okay, you should do that. Try please try to meet him. I think that'd be awesome. Dude, like legit, I don't even know how cuz then you would have to get in contact with the guys way up there and those guys are super busy. Like Yeah, but you could be like, "Hey man, I'm busy too." <laughs> <laughs> but let's be real. And they'll be like, "All right, let's be real." And then they just like don't respond. It's like, "Oh, then you go to their office. Dude, I don't even know where their office is, actually. That's probably true. Your Microsoft's office campus is probably a little bigger than Deliveron's office. <laughs> you don't have a campus. You have a building. <laughs> no, we don't even have a building. We're like, we, like, lease part of a building. Wait, really? We have an office. Like, it's, okay. it's like, one giant room. And then the, 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 big, the big compadres get their own office. Dang. But the two CEOs share one office. It's weird. Wait, there's two CEOs? They're like co-founders. Oh. They share an office. Like, they don't get their own. Interesting. Oh, yeah, what is Deliveron's, like, office like? Is it all just closed off, closed off or is it open, or...? They're... It's basically closed. Like, they're, like, cube... Not really... Oh, full, okay. They're not full cubicles, but they're just, like, desks with sort of sides but they stop at the front of the desk so it's a little bit closed in but everyone's sort of open to each other for the most part they're going to remodel soon I think so it'll be a little different but is Spreetail's all open isn't it? yeah is that like is it just because is it like philosophical or is it because they didn't want to pay for cubicles? (laughs) I mean I, they definitely are not a cubicle culture. culture. No. Like, the CEO just kind of sits out in one of the big rows of open desks. Oh, I see. He's a, man, he's a man of the people. Isn't it just, like, a warehouse-like type building? Sort of, yeah. It's just, like, all open, except for the huge shipping container in the middle. <laughs> what? Yeah, their office... It's, like, a shipping container that's, like, the size of, like... Maybe 
let's see, three long and three, I don't know, maybe like 20 normal shipping containers. If you stacked them up and hollowed out all the inside, there's like a gigantic shipping container in the office. It looks like part of the building because it's so big. But other than that, it's just all kind of one big room. But then they've also expanded to other parts of Innovation Campus, too. Hmm. Because they ran out of room. They're growing too fast. Mm -hmm. Connor, would you work at the uh, Omaha office when it opens up? Yeah, I actually actually can work there now. Wait, really? uh, Yeah, I could if I wanted to. But I'm just going to Lincoln because there are more people there. Oh. Yeah. But, uh... Yes, retail is growing so fast. They are do they're trying really hard to like not grow too fast. So like for every uh, employee, it has to be matched by like a million dollars in revenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're everybody just talks about how the the biggest limiting factor on retail's growth is their ability to like hire people fast enough. They want they need to hire fast, fast, fast. Really? Yeah. They just opened up an office in Austin today. Austin, really? Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Yep, Actually, Austin, guys. One of my uh, my Gallup mentors just got a job at Spreetail. Really? Yeah, he's a back-end engineer or something like that. Huh. I don't know cool. why he left Gallup. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. I wonder, uh, wonder why. Such a shame. Gallup is such a great company. Is it, Nick? It was. It was. Good stuff. Do you like, what do you like more, Gallup or Microsoft? Oh, that's a tough decision. Don't but if I to had to choose, I guess I suppose I would choose Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. New BlackBerry, probably don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to be talking about that. Dude, it's pretty cool. What? It's I like an Android-powered BlackBerry. They should just stop trying to make phones. Like, they should what, give what? up. I think that they, they're doing a good job. They're trying hard. I don't know anybody with a BlackBerry phone. Well, it's, they're, they're trying to appeal to a very small subset of people who want a physical keyboard on their phone. And who are these people? Uh, well, I mean, I've never Do they exist. <laughs> I've never physically met them, but I'm sure that they exist. I'm sure there's a Reddit community for it. Well, I guess I guess they'll just have to stick with their phones then. Well, they get this new one. Pretty sweet. Uh. Here's a here's a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. This one's not really related to tech, but just a, an interesting question I saw recently. What important truth do most people disagree with you on? Important truth? truth? Yeah. What important truth do you believe in that most other people don't? Almost everybody else does not. They disagree with you on. Uh... That's like, what, are you guys, what are you guys thinking? 
That's like yeah, no idea. That's so deep. <laughs> what's 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 your answer to that? Why don't you lead us in a direction? Uh, let's see. The one I'll I'll give the answer I saw first because it's a really good answer. Wait, that, how, about... how is that your answer? No, it's not my answer. The answer I saw in the book that I read this question. Oh, in. okay. Yeah, uh, Peter Thiel. So his answer is that most people believe that globalization is the key to, like, innovation in the future, like getting technology places. Most people believe that. But the problem with that is that if all the current technologies were globalized and everybody kind of lived like people in the developed world do with technology, then it would just be devastating and lead to way too much energy usage and way too much waste and stuff like that. So the key isn't globalization, but increases in technology efficiency. That'll be the biggest driver of global something, global innovation, global future, not globalization. If globalization were to just happen without rapid development, then it would just be real bad for people. See. So that was his, that was his answer. I disagree with that completely, but because globalization can't, like, by its nature, like, can't happen unless it's a magical world without rapid development or development. Because, like, we can't globalize laptops to sub-Saharan Africa if they don't have the infrastructure to power the laptops. So, like by like reasoning globalization can't happen without either increased efficiency or development of infrastructure to support it well sure development of infrastructure but development of infrastructure with current technology but like we can support it because if we were to implement like solar and wind current technologies in developing countries they could support I don't think it's strong enough. I don't think you could hook up a, a billion people in India to the current technology that the United States uses without way too much energy usage. But see, like right now, we would have to, we have to, in order to do that, in order to globalize the technology, we would need to implement massive like solar because in, India has plenty of solar, offshore wind platforms, uh, hydropower on some of the large rivers in India, and we could support a billion people with current technology, but it would require a lot of infrastructural development. Yeah, which would just, it would lead to, it would be too energy consuming and too much waste producing to get that off the ground without there being improvements in the energy generation technology that we have. I, I disagree because I think we should, we could build that because that will be renewable energy sources that would probably go from, from now on and building them. It wouldn't be so much a matter of like wasting a whole bunch of energy and like pollution. It would be a matter of, it would take a while to build them. I think mm -hmm. it would just be a time thing, but I think with our current like technology, like it is inevitable that we'll get more efficient, like, and it's true, it, efficiency will help globalization, but I think globalization of technology can happen independent. And it, I think that it also has, because if you look at uh, 
third world countries or you know more impoverished nations and underdeveloped nations they aren't using the more efficient technology they're using older technology so what seems to happen and has happened in the slow process of globalization is the more efficient technology is happening and being used here or in Europe or in China, let's say, or Japan, where we have enough surplus infrastructure where we could handle less efficient technology, where less efficient technology is then being given to or sold to underdeveloped nations because it's cheaper. Yeah, that so has that, a stronger that has a stronger pull on their. That, that's kind of why the technology efficiency kind of needs to be a prerequisite in order to get the rest of the technology out there. I don't. Th- the technology efficiency is what has to happen because otherwise. But I think that the technology efficiency is here. We're just not implementing it in the places that need it. I'm saying it's like a. It's like we need to advance. There need to be advancements somewhere before there's widespread adoption of the of the current practice, whatever the current practice is. I mean, I but, can see that. I but... mean, this this art this kind of back and forth kind of Proves validates it. that question because most people disagree with him. Yeah, I disagree with him. Nick, do you disagree with him? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we disagreeing with? <laughs> oh, dude, what? I just Never got mind. so lost. <laughs> So Connor, no. what was your what's your answer to that question? Let's see. I don't know how many people agree or disagree with this. It seems like most people uh, implicitly agree with the with what I'm going to say by their actions. So most people, when they are making an argument, um, when somebody else pushes back, they the person won. Uh, pushes back again in a way that highlights the same points they made at first and tries to do a better job explaining why those points connect to deeper values. But the values that they choose are ones that they believe in. So people on the, like to just give a, a example, when people argue about voter ID laws, uh, liberals tend to argue that it will lead to racial uh, disenfranchisement of voters. And then conservatives argue that we need to stop voter fraud. And they kind of go back and forth on this, and liberals get more and more entrenched in this like social justice argument. But some of the, t- the most successful ways that uh, voter ID laws have been prevented are is when somebody takes the smart position of uh, framing the argument in terms of the values of who they're arguing with instead of their own. So instead of talking about social justice, they start talking about, well, it'll cost many millions of dollars to implement this and that'll lead to tax increases on people and stuff like that. And I believe that that kind of approach is much more effective in convincing somebody of whatever you're trying to argue by framing it in terms of their values. But you can see that most people don't believe that because they don't practice it and instead just keep going with whatever they value. So I think that that's what I would choose. I completely agree. I share that opinion 100%. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe um, most people don't disagree with it. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It seems it's super logical. That's how I can try to argue. Mm-hmm. But I actually have one because I recently read or listened to it in the book I'm reading. So I hold the opinion that humans are doing less damage to the Earth's uh, biosphere today than they have at any point uh, or I say they've done less damage in the past like 2,000 years than at the points before that. Alright, walk me through that. So in the past 2,000 years, so let's say, or I'll even go back a little further, so in the past like 5,000 years. So since we've developed cities, I think we've done less damage to the earth on, or life on earth than we have before that point. And why is that? Because, so I was reading or listening to Sapiens, which is like an explanation of Earth's, or humans' like evolution and uh, like development after mm-hmm. they evolved. And it talks about, so, like all the species we killed. So, when we got to Australia, like 45,000 years ago, there were 23 species of animals on Australia that were over 100 pounds, including a... Oh my gosh. A kangaroo-like tiger, or lion, that like <laughs> had a, a lion with a pouch. There was a thousand pound sloth, or no, a thousand pound kangaroo. There were koalas that were like a thousand pounds. Um, and now there's only one animal on Australia that's over a hundred pounds, besides humans. And that's the, can- the one species of kangaroo that's that big. And all the rest of them were killed off right when humans got there. In America, before humans got here, there were birds. They were called terror birds. They were like eight feet tall, huge birds. There were giant sloths. There were all these crazy animals. And we killed off most of them. Like all of the huge life on Earth, for the most part, except for like that life in Africa and other parts of Eurasia that had like adapted to us being there and adapted to be afraid of us, we killed off super, super fast. So more, we've probably, I think we've killed more species in our time before we became like city dwelling people, like when we were hunter gatherers. I think we killed more species than we have since then. And that's probably that'll probably change in the future because we seem to be getting really pretty good at it now. Mm-hmm. But like back then, we killed species and we didn't care. We were just like, oh well, I guess that's the last giant sloth. Let's kill the giant, the giant kangaroos now. Like we didn't have any like thought of it. We just did it, and we wiped out like entire ecosystems because of it. And it was just sort of life to us. So I feel like, but a lot of people either don't know that we, you know, wiped out so many other species or like don't want to accept it because they want to think that the old hunter gatherers were such good people. But (laughs) 
That's my that's very that's a very interesting viewpoint. So does that kind of take the does that kind of measure the harm to the biosphere in terms of just overall biodiversity that we're influencing? Yeah, so like I'm looking at it like we've killed more species or we killed more species back then and more did more to like destroy the uh the the habitat not the habitats but like the uh what is it called like the top to down the whole uh food chain and like completely Mm -hmm. disrupted the way that life interacted with each other and because we took out a lot of top predators and we became the top predator and we killed a lot of the giant animals which allowed smaller animals to reproduce a lot faster which completely changed the way that these other animals acted and like the world right now is so different just because of all the species we killed back then mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. wouldn't even recognize the earth's life from back then it was so alien to us so different so i feel like like we're, we'd probably do more to affect the non-biosphere of the earth so like with pollution now obviously uh, but I think that we've we killed more species and affected the actual ecology or biosphere of the earth a lot more back then mm-hmm. very interesting yeah but if you want a great audiobook Sapiens is honestly one of the best I've listened to this for a while it's on it's on my normal reading list oh really the physical a physical book but Oh, you should. The audiobook's pretty good. Okay. Wait, what do you mean your normal reading list? Is there like well, I, I don't really listen to audiobooks. Oh. Or like, I'm more of a big, big physical book guy. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Nick, what's your answer right. to the question? Can you, can you say the question again? I just want to make sure my answer, like, makes sense with it. Yeah, so what's an important truth that most people disagree with you on? Yeah, so okay, this this is gonna sound like a like a cop out answer kind of thing. But I think it's pretty it's pretty legit. So I think it's just for each person they have this. It's just their like outlook and how they view life. Like no matter how you're viewing life, I feel like everybody's gonna disagree with it. But to you, it's the truth. Because that's the only truth you know. I agree. So you're saying like uh, the question itself is just like it kind of mirrors like every truth we look at yeah. is going to be different from other people's? Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's no – I guess objective truth, it exists but is unattainable, unfortunately. Whoa, Connor. Yeah. Everybody this thinks just become a philosophy podcast. <laughs> we can pursue it and we can strive to find it, but we never will. And that'll always that'll make differences in opinion absolutely inevitable uh, until the rest of time. I agree, but do I agree in the same way that you do? Since we all have our own. Version. I don't know. Yeah, see? 